everybody and welcome back to Rassel Graps. My name is Chris. My name is Vincent. Before we get into anything, just want to say excuse the voice. I have a cold going on currently. I think everyone has a cold week. right now. Everyone has a sore throat, a cold, man. It's it's a rough time. I'm on my way right now. You're on your way, I'm in the middle of it, and it's not a fun time. My, my voice dad is was telling like me about a cold, my cousin was telling me about a cold, everyone. I mean, like, it's rough, but I'm not skipping a league for a little cold, you know, it's not going to happen. So, not uh, going to happen when we're talking about a show like this. But if we miss WrestleMania, we, we can't miss another pay-per-view. So that's why we're here. We're talking about Backlash. Kind of more exciting than WrestleMania, I'd say. In some aspects, maybe, I would say. I mean, it was a very fun show. There's no disputing that. I think that's a reasonable thing to say. Um, some things I would have done differently. But overall, I really liked it. Yeah. I think Bad Bunny really made it, I think. I think he should have been the main event. Especially, you know, in Puerto Rico, you know. So I, I thought he did great. I think Damian Priest did great. My only critique was I think the match went a little longer than it had to. But that's really it. Yeah. I think it was really good overall. But we'll get to that eventually. And then every other match was pretty good, too. This is actually one of the best I've felt during a WWE show in a while. The worst match on the card, I'd say, easily had to be Zelina versus Ray Ripley because they had like four minutes. Yes. It was so disappointing. It really was. But like you said, we'll get to it. We're going to go down more, starting off with one of my favorite matches. Oh, wait. Um, I also learned that Cody Rhodes was Cuban as well. So He is? Yeah. This man's integrating himself into every cultural background. That's nuts, man. For him. That's nuts. Yeah. Crazy. Well, well, I see and that. Brandy Rose was on Twitter because he spoke Spanish. He was like, he doesn't talk Spanish to me. She didn't seem happy about that, but you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. From what I've been told, the uh, the fun part of marriage is you learn something new about the other person. And yeah. uh, if I had to guess, she learned something new. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, I guess his mother's uh, Cuban, so I don't know if they, uh, is she still alive? I don't know, but. Cody feels like the guy. I feel like that, they would have been around each other. Cody feels like the guy that would like overstep by accident. I go, look, man, I am mean like that. Like I myself am point zero one percent Cuban, and I have a friend. You know, <laughs> he does seem like the type of guy. He does. But uh, yeah, so starting off here, we have uh, Eo Sky versus Bianca Belair. Uh, very, very good match. I really liked it a lot. Um. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was pretty good. Everyone was behind EO the whole time. Yeah, everyone, everyone was cheering for EO. I mean, I forget how good I was cheering for EO. I was like, let's go, EO. Come on. Oh, I, was like, I, don't, I don't actually care, really, to be honest. I mean, me, me neither, but over the... Because, like, it's just rough booking over there. But, I mean, EO Sky, you forget how talented she is when she's kind of held back by a tag team. Yeah. I think that whole tag team thing was... It was kind of rough, honestly. But um, the match is very good. Some great back and forth, some great spots in there. And they finish with uh, Bailey accidentally costing EO the match. And Belair winning. Yeah. I, I think it worked. I so like I guess it. it's going to lead to a split between them. If it hasn't already, I mean, we are recording this on a Thursday night. The Thursday after Backlash. Uh, we didn't watch Raw. Fucking Raw, yeah. All I know that happened on Raw is Seth Rollins is going to the, the tournament final. 
Yeah, your what tournament? Oh, for the championship? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I just know things about the championship tournament, man. Just that on SmackDown, they're going to have Styles versus Rey Mysterio versus Edge in a triple threat. I'm trying to watch that match, so we're going to have to review that at some point. I'm rubbing my hands together. I'm actually not rubbing my hands together, but you know, I can say that on a podcast and you believe me. That's true. I can tell you're internally doing it and you're excited for that triple threat match. Yeah, exactly. And then Edge went on Twitter and he's like, I'm going to win that title and we're winding down here. So when I lose that title, I'm gone. Everyone's like, maybe we give him the title now and he never loses it. And that, that'd be nice. I, I like that idea. You like that idea, Fred? Oh, I love that idea. That's a good idea. I'm not ready to see Edge leave again, but it's going to happen. I think Edge has been like teasing him retiring. He's been doing it a lot, man, but it's not like somebody like you can tell he means it. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. What if Christian's there when he retires? Christian's there in a turtleneck, I mean. He shows up, he's doing the thing with the hand, you know, he's saying something about peeps, the candy. Just Christian doing the things with the hands with the turtleneck and the glasses going, peeps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all I you love... need from Christian. Big nostalgia act. Christian, you have anything to say to your tag team partner for all these years? Is final night of ring action. He's retiring right now. It's a very emotional night. Uh, you got anything to say to him? Any final words uh, on the stage here? Peeps. Uh, that's it. That's what you're going to say. That's all. He just walked peeps. away. He's not there anymore. The interview was just staring as Christian walked away. All right, back to you, I guess, on the commentary table. I know they sold it like it's the worst thing they've seen in their entire lives. Like when they're watching a match, Christian was just getting their ass beat like really bad. That's like, I can't believe he's doing They should this. just be staring at the camera like with their mouths wide open, kind of like Batista. Yeah, sort of. Sort of just like that. Yeah. Michael Cole's there like, I can't believe he would do something like, like this. He knows. He's so much to Edge. Wow. Yeah. Heartfelt words from Christian. Well, you know, I I wouldn't be sad when that day comes, but the point is, I don't know what happened with Belair and the woman's name. Probably something. What do you mean, I'm wrong? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? I know Becky's back. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't know about that. You knew about that. Somebody the source. You have to be the source, yeah. On the inside, I didn't watch I don't Raw. follow enough wrestling news to know what's going on. All I know about Raw is that Becky returned. Um, the Seth thing happened, and Cody got jumped by Brock. Again? Yeah, very angry Brock Lesnar. I can have a match it. Like, they, uh, they keep giving these reasons to why Brock Lesnar is so mad at Cody. I'd say he has a right thing. It never out. really makes sense. It makes sense now. Well, it makes sense now because of the match happening? Yeah, and the way it ended. So he got rolled up in the Kimura lot. That's cool. Respect. Like, Brock didn't get busted open. He didn't bust his head open our way so that he can get rolled up in the Kimura lot, man. That's how it's done, all right? If you were John Moxley in that match and you got rolled up, you'd be like, respect, all right? My BBC is not going to come knocking at your door. 
I mean, like Brock Lesnar is an angry cowboy, man. I don't think you understand the problem here. When John Moxley can be just as angry and a cowboy. I think it's a different game. You ever see John Moxley in a cowboy hat? I can't say I have. Go look it up. I will when this is over. All right. Anyway, Bad Bunny's backstage. Um, he has a promo with, I think, Safio Vega. Was Rey Mysterio there, too? I think Rey Mysterio yeah, was there. Yeah, they were both there. Yeah. There. I didn't so understand the word. So we knew Vega was there, but we didn't know about someone else. I, I didn't understand the word they said, but I'm sure it was something along the lines of, hey, Bad Bunny, you got this. Bad Bunny's like, thank you, Ray. I, you're like a fire to me. I appreciate it. And Salvia Vega came in, and he's like, hey, man, you got this Bad Bunny. And Bad Bunny's like, dang, man, you're a legend, too. That's nuts. He's he came in and he said, I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to help save you, because he just lays out the whole plan. Because you're right going to get jumped by the judgment. And Ray Mysterio was on the back, like, waving his hands, like, stop, stop. Yeah. He spoils the whole entire shit. Everyone in the production truck shooting themselves. Then the kid with the apple's going to come out. Stop it. No, no. <laughs> too much. That's too much. But yeah, I, I'm sure it was something along those lines. Yeah, probably. So next up, Seth versus Omos. I mean, I give so much credit to the early uh, video package department. Did you see the video package they made for us? No. Well, no you see, I don't pay for Peacock like some people, you know? Well, People that pay way, for the cock, I don't want to be near there. Well, that's why we have to record this in separate rooms, so we physically can't be in the same room recording this. Exactly. I don't Not want to be near you. Paying for the cock. Sometimes you just need that premium, <laughs> you know? <laughs> premium cock, yeah, I know. Sometimes. The, way, the video package, the way they framed it, man, you would have never known this was a match just casually made on Twitter. Ever. Damn. Right. Damn. Well, the way they made it seem was like they took some promos from Raw like half an afterwards and they were like Seth, Omos has been watching you. You're very impressive. But Omos has seen you're impressive and now he wants a match with you. This match was actually very good. Surprisingly good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Omos it. Omos made the match. Okay, Omos was great. That man brought the buns to the pool party. That's what I'll say. That's what he did, and he really showed out. And I think Seth Rollins was—he almost pissed his pants at how good Omos was. So good, he had to hit a curve stuff from the top rope, man. That was nuts. Great ending. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if it wasn't for Omos, you know, I think Omos is on the same level as a Kenny Omega and Okada, people like that. Hey, Meltzer was once given. Um, now, he, off the record, of course, he said, "This Omos guy, you know, he just walked in the room, and I went eight stars." Eight stars immediately. Yeah. Like, right. if Dave Meltzer didn't rate this match five stars and a half, I don't know what it is. You don't really trust him as a source. It's what you got to ask yourself. When he goes over five stars, though, like, it's kind of weird, right? Like, it's, it's like six it's stars. And, like, it's like, it's not out of ten. It's like out of five. Once you start really, like, um, breaking the ranking system, I feel like you got to readjust the entire system. Yeah, I think there's a new high that you can reach. It's just kind of weird because then the top score would be like seven or some shit. And then the next big match would have to get like eight. And then you'd be like all the way to 20 by the time like the next year comes around. Yeah, he's kind of double digits at some point, you know. And it will probably be an AW thing with Kenny Omega. But we just got to accept that fact. Or maybe you just stay in the same lane. Like it won't go over the eight. It'll just go like 
be in the sixties or sevens or something like that. You see that now, but when Kenny Omega versus Okada happens for like the seventh time in the Tokyo Dome, because that's the I, thing when another match happens and you're like, "This is the best wrestling match of all time," and it's got to be over the eight at that point. I mean, what's his most highest rated match right now? I don't even know. It was very recent, I think. Like, I don't think it was even that late ago. I don't think. It probably wasn't listening down below if you know what that is currently. Yeah, we're not searching through the books of Dave Meltzer for these. Oh, my Wrestling Observer newsletters, you gotta go through, man. It's, it's a lot of work. Too much. I don't read the news books. I don't read, read in, in general. general. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Seth wins. Uh, give him some momentum to go into the tournament the next night. Now uh, we move on to Big Bob versus Bronson Reed versus Austin Theory. This is my favorite Austin Theory match I've seen ever, I think. It's fair. It's because Austin Theory, was, you know, he didn't add much to the match. It was all Bob and all the other guy. So All Bob and Bronson. Yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. I think Theory played his role as a chicken shit heel. Perfect. I think Bob and Bronson were great as the, like the two big guys who don't like each other. And they're not liking each other. and got them too caught up. So they lost to Austin Theory. I think it all worked. I liked it. You think Bob and the other guy, they were two big guys slapping me? I love watching that on yeah. the premium cock. Yep, my right on the cock. Uh, good match. Not much to say other than that. Theory no. retains. I love to see it. Except that part. that part was not good. We all love to see that. I long for the day when he loses that to somebody like LA Knight or Grayson Waller or somebody better than LA him. Knight's, LA Knight's not going to have that title at all. LA Knight should have every title. It's a crime that he doesn't. What's he doing now? I mean, hopefully this draft is going to save him. Is he on SmackDown still? Where's he on Raw? I don't remember. I don't remember. We did a whole video on it. Go check it out on the YouTube channel. It's not even a video. It's a pod- It's like a short little podcast thing. It's multiple things. It's an audio book. It's an audio book. <laughs> we all read. We just make audio books. We're just reading this from somewhere, yeah. This isn't our own thought. Yeah. I wish we were at the level we had ghost We give you what you need, okay? And you see that Spotify has audiobooks, man? No. They've had audiobooks for like a while. And my problem is like, you couldn't like give us like one free one for being premium subscribers? One. Yeah. I'm not a premium subscriber. Man, we can't premium anything going on there. You don't need premium for Spotify. Sounds like somebody is coping with the ads they're watching. What? Man, you over there with your ads you gotta sit through. Get out of here. I don't sit through ads. And I know you've seen that or two. Especially on that peacock. You avoid the ads like a like it's a plague. How do you, you avoid just them like to the that? music and skip the songs you don't like? Explain how you avoid the ads. Like, explain what that means. All right. So what you do is, when the ad comes on, you close the application, right? Allegedly, and then you open the application back up, and then boom, the song's right there. You listen to the song, and you're like, "Wow, this is a good song." Allegedly, you know. Yeah, I do the system. Okay. But I'll I'll just confirm that's not how that goes. You just you have to listen to the ads, of course. Uh, off the record, that sounds great. On the record, I wish there was a way it would work. 
Yeah, I wish, man. I wish that's how that went. Yeah, allegedly, it does, but I mean, I wish that's how it went. You know. Yeah, speaking of things, I wish. I wish this next match was a little better. Zelina Vega versus Rhea Ripley. Man, Zelina was a hero coming into this, but she didn't have a great match, unfortunately. She came out had a very great entrance, like you said. Families there. She has the Puerto Rican flag going on there. Very cool. Um, Dyer, she had came out and got an ass beat in like four minutes. Thank God, standing ovation. Yeah, everyone will clap for her. I was like, she doesn't deserve this. I was yelling on my couch, like, no, no. She has yeah. to put up a good fight, okay? And I was not that. I get a hometown of your own, man, but that's like, that's like if I represented Staten Island in a boxing match, like when they got knocked out frame one, you know? Yeah, you walk in there, you're like fists up, and then all of a sudden you just get tapped on the chin, you're just out cold. You stand back up, and everyone's cheering, like, Chris, 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 Chris. And you're like, yeah, yeah, did I win? They're like, no, no. Realistic, man, I'd be standing there, I'm like, oh, thank you, thank you. Get the fuck out of the ring. Oh, thank you. But no, she, they're they cuss you out. They're like, fuck you, man. You, you didn't represent Stan Island. Come on. Not like that. You didn't. Like the way they I were like doing the other it. guy better. Fuck you. And the way they were cheering, you think she had like a 20 minute performance. She had like maybe one or two moves she hit there. It wasn't, it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't almost levels of entertainment. I'd say that. It's a hard level to get to, though. Yeah, if you were Omas, you know, it'd be a different story. I think you could uh, put on a 10-star classic just by stepping in that ring. But, you know, unfortunately, it wasn't Selena's day. Oh, moving on now, a much better match here. Priest versus Bad Bunny. So good. I mean, they had slow moments. I will say that, like, I was just kind of zoning out sometimes. But it kicked up a notch. It really did. I think this match could have done with having, like, five minutes shaved off it. Because there's, like you said, it's very slow at some points, but overall, like, especially when Bad Bunny's not really a wrestler, you know. Right, and I mean, for someone who's not a wrestler, this was fantastic. No, he's uh, fantastic. He's on he's on the highest level of celebrity athletes, I'd say. I'll be the first one to say I criticize the fact he's going to match at WrestleMania, but he delivered. And you know, you got to admit that the crowd showed up for this match. It was really good. You know, WWE, there has something has to be said for WWE having the most streamed artists in the world on their big show. Like, it's really cool. Like, yeah, above no, Drake, you know, he's like literally the most streamed, the most popular. Everyone knows Bad Bunny. Oh, yeah, that's true. I do agree with that. I mean, maybe not everybody because I didn't know about him until he stepped in the ring, but. Well, now you know about You knew about him now. Now I know about him. Yeah, he wrote Booker yeah. T. Booker T, that's how you know about him. That's how. That's the one song. Yeah. Uh, so this match happens. Great. If you ask a wrestling fan what their favorite Bad Bunny song, it's Booker. You're gonna say Booker T. Yeah. Is it because it's the only one you know? You know it, man. No, I just like wrestling, bro. It's you know Booker T. That's a wrestler. Michael Cole. He said someone come to after the match about song lyrics. I didn't know what it was. Oh yeah. I think they made fun of the fact that Booker T was like the only song they were playing. Uh, they made whatever the Michael Cole was like. I I I listen to Bad Bunny on the regular. I don't want to hear. Does he though? I want to see. I want to see uh, Michael Cole in the car bumping Bad Bunny. You want to see a Spotify rap? I get it. Yeah, I do want to see what who's his top artist or. His Spotify rewind over there. Get every year. Yeah. But he has a lot of country music. He seems like he seems like a country music guy. 
does look like the type. I don't want to talk about him. This yeah. is doing every day. I think about the or fact like that uh, freestyle music. He looks like the middle-aged man who, and no disrespect to Michael Cole, of course, he's a great dude, but looks like the kind of dude that you think he listens to like like normal middle-aged people stuff, and he's dumping like Doja Cat and like Bad Bunny and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like he's listening to the Pop 100. That's what he's. He's definitely just listening to the top pop songs in the world. And uh, it's bad money match. I think the highlight. You know, you'll probably agree with this, like I do. Carlito returning was my highlight for this match. When I miss Carlito him. showed up. I popped out of my chair. I was just about popped out of my chair. I was very comfy, so I didn't do that. But I was going crazy. I was like, "Yo, we called this low key on the podcast." We have said several times, where is Carlito? I miss this man. Like right before, like the week before the show happened. And there he was. Exactly. We literally called this Loki. No, I'm not saying. Seeing him show up, I was like, they kind of, they got to throw us a bag for this, I think. No, I'm not saying that Treble H listens to the pod and that he just doesn't give us credit and he uses us as creative. What I am saying, though, is I'd appreciate like a little, you know, a little bumper thing under the match card where it's like the text going across the screen. Follow Rassel Graphs are pretty good. I think that the old Masla male caught his eye. He clicked on the podcast. He listened to the whole thing and said, hey, that's a great idea. Let's bring my Carlito for this one night. Hey, he really does bring the buns to the pool party. Crazy. And that's really what he confirmed on this show, that Omas brings the buns to the pool party. And also, of course, let's bring back Carlito for this match. And he brought back Carlito to the pool party. Wow. Wait, so, I, overall, after seeing this match, I do agree with you. It should have been the main event over Cody Brock. Because Cody Brock was fun, but it wasn't better than this. Definitely. It was way more. This was way more hype than Cody Brock. Because when, uh, we'll get to Cody Brock later. But that was just a deflating ending, to be honest. What I will say is 2K23 GM mode, dude. They would, have, they would have struck this guy down for that man. Well, oh, 100%. That was horrible. They would have just been on Twitter like, I can't believe they did that. I can't believe they put the best match in the middle of the show and the main event was like three starts at best. What the hell is this? Yeah, horrible. Horrible booking from this general manager. I don't care if the rest of the show is good. Your show is trash because there's one thing you did. Yeah. Xavier Woods, I can't believe you did this. I mean, who, who runs around in the game? Or, or I don't know who runs around SmackDown in the game. I think it's Adam Pearson, Sonya. One of them. You can pick whatever you want, I think. I I don't know. I gotta play it. I gotta figure it out. Well, maybe they have certain GMs. I don't know. I I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's, um the default ones are Bischoff, Woods, um, Pearson, DeVille. And uh, Breeze is there. Breeze is there. That is true. Yeah. So after the match, of course, Bad Bunny does win for a very fun match to watch. Um, celebrates with. Was Carlito and Savio there for the ending? They were there for the ending, yes. Yeah. Savio got involved. He was there for the ending, too. All right. So yeah, he celebrated with them the entire LWO. Very yeah. fun match. Yeah. It was really cool. Just seeing that energy in the show and like the match was good, the nice surprises. It was really fun overall. Right, so next up, the Bloodline versus Kevin, Sammy, and Riddle. 
this match, I mean, the bloodline story was more interesting than the match itself, but it wasn't bad. It was pretty enjoyable. It was okay. Like, it was all right. I went to go get, like, some chips or something, but I was like, nah, I don't want to eat these chips. And then uh, I came back, and the match was over. That fast, well. Yeah. Actually, this was like a 10-minute match. How long did you take to get chips? I was thinking about it. I was like, I had the Cheez-Its on the counter, right? I was like, I want to eat these Cheez-Its, but I don't know if I want to eat these Cheez-Its. So I'm standing there, I'm watching the match. I'm looking at the Cheez-Its, I'm watching the match. And then I'm like, nah, I'm put the Cheez-Its back. And then I came back, and the match was over. He came back in the one like one, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I'm just going to sit throughout the whole show on the couch. That's what I did. All right, well, you know what? The bubbling one. Um, a lot of teases of Solo turning on the cells. So that's something to look forward to, or I look forward to, but pay attention to, I guess. Why didn't he do it? This guy's a pussy. I think he's like, you know, man, if I do it, I'm getting jumped by Jay or Jimmy. No. Jay and Jimmy, they suck. They won't do that to him. I don't know. I think they might. And maybe Sammy will see that. Be like, oh, God, Kevin, look, he's doing the thing I kept saying they were going to do. Yeah, maybe. And at that point, Riddle joins in. It's like five people. I mean, you can't spike everyone in the throat. You know what I mean? I found out why Sammy calls it the whole Luva kick today. The sound of a kick. That's what I was going to say. How'd you know? I feel like you're the one that told me that. Like a long time I ago. I was. Yeah, I was going to say that, though. Why'd you forget? No. Did you forget? <laughs> I was going to give a fun fact on the podcast. It just sounds like you forgot about this fact you told me like three years ago. No, absolutely not. Couldn't be me. All right, well. Anyway, Riddle, Sammy, and Gavin, they pick up the lost bloodline win. Some dissension in the ranks. Moving on to the main event. Cody versus Brock. I mean, it was fine. I, hate, I didn't like this match. It was boring, and then the ending was boring, and then that was it. I was like, damn it, this fucking show ruled, and then the ending? No, it's a one-star show. It was, yeah, that's what that's what GMO would say. Um, it was boring till Brock rammed his forehead into the exposed turn buckle, I would say. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, you know. Up until and that Brock, point, I was like, I don't know about this. I'm going to go on my phone and and think about some cheeses. Brock rammed his forehead into the uh, turnbuckle. He started gushing blood. I mean, it got interesting then. Yeah, a little bit. But um, uh, the ending really, I was like, fuck this shit, man. Fuck this show. I'm turning the show off. Not bad, well. Yeah, I was like, nah. We can't ruin a perfectly good show with a shitty ending, Triple H. I can't believe you. GM mode, not a fan. Also, Vince McMahon booked the Omos and Seth Rollins match, maybe, possibly, did he? That's insane. Did he? That's insane. I don't know. I don't know if he did. Allegedly, maybe. Allegedly, if he did, that's insane. That he booked But him. it sounds like he probably did. So if he did do that, right, then uh, he did a good job because it was a good match. Yeah, Vince McMahon's a real big man doing big man things sometimes. Yeah, with his mustache or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, with his evil mustache. Yeah. I don't like the guy. Sometimes you got to give him credit, though. Exactly. He's a piece of shit, but if that match was his doing, you know, that was a really good match. I enjoyed it. Five, six stars, you know? No, overall, I mean, that was the backlash show. I would say a high thumbs up for me. It was personally. a high thumbs up. It wasn't perfect, so it's not a double, but it, you know, it was just about, just about perfect. You eliminate some matches and you'll be good. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it overall for the review. Um, I guess, yeah. take it on. 
All right, go follow us where you possibly can on every single social media platform, podcasting platform, five stars on Apple Podcasts. Go uh, follow us where you possibly can, like I said. Share our content. YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, share. See you in the next one. Bye.